Lord Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> there are some weeks that just weighs pretty heavily. This was one of those weeks. And I couldn't be more grateful for us being given in our gospel reading the simplest of prayers. Lord Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Because sometimes that's all you can say. Fortunately, on those days, it's enough. This week, I stood at the bedside of yet another one of our dear cathedral family members standing at his deathbed praying the rites of prayer at death, knowing right now that's all I could ask. Lord, have mercy for him, for his family. Another shooting in a place of worship, the synagogue in Pittsburgh, which just brings back a lovely AME church in Charleston, South Carolina, and a Baptist church in Sutherland Springs, Texas, not to mention the school shootings. But people gathered to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And somebody coming in and just spewing literal hatred as well as verbal hatred. And then in the name of Christ, messengers of hatred and deception, supposedly in the name of the bringer of light and life, coming with their signs and their slogans. Uh, praise be. Um, angels showed up at Trinity Lutheran this morning, and that seems to be all that the voices of hatred could take. And so they pat, took a pass on us. Around the world, an overwhelming, an overwhelming number of refugees fleeing poverty, oppression, fleeing, fleeing war, creating, what are we going to do? Open our arms and go, passport, please. And Lord, have mercy is about all I know how to pray. You know, I-4 was shut down last night because of a road rage shooting incident. Every person who spent time in a church, this one included, finds plenty to be disappointed in and, and hurt about. Plenty that could tempt one to cynicism and coldness of heart. And it doesn't happen every week, but this is one of those weeks that I did that I heard one of the voices of people who are just still really angry and upset. And I know that there's nothing that I could do or say except pray my little prayer with blind Bartimaeus. Lord, have mercy. And then there's the last part of that prayer. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, a sinner. I know 
that there's a beast within me that only God can tame. I know there's a, there's a blindness in me that no medicine can heal, a refusal to see that only the touch, only the words of Jesus can heal. There are societal problems that only a fresh wind from God can fix. It's not that we can't do anything, but in the end, until the Lord speaks peace into people's hearts, there is no peace. Until the Lord gives sight, there is but blindness. And thinking about the, the, how small my prayers are and how small blind Bartimaeus' prayer was and how much it wound up doing, I found myself thinking about uh, my brother Randy. My brother Randy was murdered at the age of 37. It was just a random act of violence, and he was taken out. My, my brother Randy never expressed, uh, never expressed any personal faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But he was, um, had a master's degree from Clemson in industrial arts. And as I sorted through right after his death, his effects, I found this little plaster statue, and it's a figure that makes me wonder if that lack of faith were the last word for my brother, because I know you can't all see it very well, but that's why I'm down here. There are little hands in a posture of prayer, little hands praying a little prayer, but they're not alone. Around them are larger hands, holding up and lifting up the hands of prayer. I wonder if my brother, and I don't know if my brother made this, or I don't know if he, a friend of his made it and he bartered for it, but it's made me wonder if there's more for my brother, and I don't know, but I know that there is a word here that I need and that perhaps you need as well. And it's a word that the writer to the Hebrews wrote for us today. Because the writer to the Hebrews writes today about how Jesus not only paid the ultimate price that our sins could be forgiven, offering himself up once and for all, as is pictured on that cross, the Lord Jesus, says the writer to the Hebrews, always lives to intercede. The writer to the Hebrews envisions Jesus risen from the dead, not just waiting for God to wrap everything up, but the writer to the Hebrews picks, depicts Jesus as interceding and praying for you and me. The writer to the Hebrews pick, depicts us with our little hands being held by stronger hands, the hands of one whose priestly ministry goes on right now in heaven, strong hands holding up you and me, strong hands going to the Father and saying, Father, do have mercy. Do have mercy on Reggie, on Kim, on Nick, on Diane. Father, 
do have mercy. Count what I did splayed out on the cruel arms of that hard cross. Count them for them and get them all the way home. And all the stuff that they can't fix in your own time and in your own way, do fix. And between now and then, encourage them with the goodness of your name. Encourage them with my voice singing in their midst. Bring them to the table where they will feast in advance of a glorious banquet, a festival and rejoicing. And through them, speak peace, speak hope, and speak comfort. May you know today that no matter how small your prayers are or feel, Lord have mercy, that there are strong hands holding up your hands. And your prayers are going to be answered in the affirmative eventually because the Father is not going to say no to his Son who loves you. Amen.